Welcome to the audio version of Talking Comic Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego, the weekly live podcast covering everything Comic Con and con culture, hosted by the Englishman himself, Leonard Sultana, and the Commander in Chief of the Friends of Comic Con Forum, Alyssa Franks. This is season four, episode forty-five, recorded on Sunday, the twenty-fifth of June, two thousand and seventeen, mere weeks away from this year's San Diego Comic Con, and the sheer amount of stuff we have to talk about this week is incredible. Jason Coe and Kiasaurus join us to talk Conan O'Brien shows and ticket sales. Leonard and Alyssa look over this year's official Comic Con International merch. Panel announcements, exclusives news, banner and trolley branding around San Diego Comic Con, the news of a major presence on the exhibition floor, and the sad news of an absence to Comic Con this year in general. This was another long episode, but it's one that's packed to the gills. We wouldn't be able to do what we do each week with Talking Comic Con if it wasn't for our kind sponsors of our Patreon. Please follow and donate at patreon.com/englishmansdcc. So okay, um, it is uh, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. GMT, or just after. Anyway, which means it's talking Comic Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego. I have my cup of tea, and we're all ready to go. Uh, we've got lots to talk about, so we're just going to dive straight in. Um, I'm going to take a slurp of tea first. Hang on. <laughs> hmm. Be, be sure to slurp, please. I, I, I slurp as much as I possibly can. Um, <laughs> Thank you very much indeed for joining us today. As always, the uh, Q&A is up and running on YouTube. Any questions you have about the course of the, uh, the show, do let us know. You can, of course, use Twitter as well using the hashtag CupOTSDCC. We do all we can to uh, keep an eye on that hashtag. But the Q&A is probably the best way to get hold of us and get any questions in, uh, not only of our guests, but also that you want answering, considering that we are 25 days away from San Diego Comic-Con 2017. Next week's show, we'll actually be able to say, this month, Comic-Con. It's that that kind of uh, time of the year. So, uh, my guest for the week, uh, my partner in crime, Alyssa Franks. Hello, Alyssa, how are you? I am well. My knee is recovering, as I said earlier today, and I am thrilled that I will not be hobbling around, uh, you know, with a cane uh, this uh, during San Diego. That's, <laughs> that's the big thing. <laughs> How are you feeling? How's your ankles, Leonard? Uh, yes, my uh, feet are uh, in, in full recovery mode. Uh, no, I'm Good. fine. I'm fine. Uh, I've been Good. doing a lot of um, SDCC fit, stretching things out and getting everything kind of uh, nicely uh, sorted. Um, well but uh, no, but at least I'm not going to be in the absolute mind-numbing agony that I was uh, last year, which was truly atrocious. But uh, no, thankfully that's all sorted out. So everybody yes. can join us with the, uh, trying to get out and do something this week. Do you know what it's been? <laughs> it's been. It's just been walking. It's been walking. I've been. I have been putting. I know the the tip from uh, from Jason has been putting the ra- uh, the rucksack on, and uh, sort of like walking in actual with weight uh, that you would be using throughout San Diego and getting used to that. So that's what I've been. That's what I've been doing. So no, I've been. We'll get on to that as well. We'll get into this. <laughs> So, no, it's great to have you along, Alyssa. I know we've got a lot to talk about, especially in terms of uh, what the forum have been up to this week. Uh, yes, speaking of which, uh, Jason Coe, hello there. How are you, sir? Doing well. Thanks for having me on. 
It's always uh, a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Um, how's things been going in terms of SECC fit? Because obviously you've got the, uh, the 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 hashtag going, but also the the, the social media as well. How's it all been going? Uh, I was late this year. Uh, fell off the bandwagon during holidays and never jumped back on until a few days ago. <laughs> uh, went to E3 and uh, it really kicked my butt. It really did. Standing in line and lower back hurt. So uh started doing it now, and it went back really smoothly. I'm used to doing the 10, 12,000 steps a day now. Um, it's really the standing in line that really hurts. Yeah. It's that lower back pain. I want a Fitbit. I want a, I want a Fitbit so I can see what my foot my footfall is throughout Comic-Con. Because I keep seeing some ma- major numbers getting bandied about, and I just keep wondering what I uh, put together when it comes to uh, uh, Comic-Con. I, I want a Fitbit. I'm not going to buy it out of the Patreon money. That's just not, that's not good. Uh, but no, there we go. Uh, no, so it's great to have you joining us. Uh, we are going to be talking about Conan, but I know you've been to it yes. a couple of times, so we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, someone who went to the, uh, to Conan for the first time last year was, um, uh, Key, Keosaurus. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm never quite sure Hi, how to refer to you. Is it the oh, green call me key? key? Call you Key. Key is fine. Key is yep. fine. It's my nickname. There we go. Okay, well, in that case, it's a pleasure to have you joining us. Uh, like I say, I know that um, Key's having some issues with her camera, so uh, we, we are yeah. going to see pictures of her, but we'll, we'll get there eventually. So, no, it's great. I, um, well, actually, spoke to you first uh, in terms of Conan and what um, you kind of got out of last year's show, because it was the first time you went, but you kind of had one hell of a uh, debut with the whole thing. I sure uh, did. So, yeah, what, did you get, what did you get up to? So, and first of all, I want to mention that um, Jason was my sensei through the whole process. Um, he was great. I would DM him, you know, he would recommend what time to get in line. So I can kind of talk through what, what I, how I lucked out throughout the whole situation. <clears throat> um, I got in line. I was recommended to get in line uh to get your ticket. So I should back up the process a little bit. So there's an online kind of, it's not really a lottery, it's first come, first serve, to reserve a spot, to be able to even stand in line. And I had, uh, you can request certain days, but you may or may not be granted those days. And I really wanted to go Thursday because I thought, okay, that's a great day, I don't have anything lined up on that day, and it just so happened that I was picked for Thursday, so it was perfect. I thought, with my luck, it'll be Saturday, Hall H, everything happening, but I got really fortunate. Um, so you uh, print out your ticket, and from there you get in line in front of uh, the theater where everything happens, where the show is actually filmed. And it's a first-come, first-serve, um, filling up the theater. I think there – Jason, do you remember how many seats there are? Isn't it somewhere around 2,000? I don't know the exact number, no. It, it, I was in the theater last year, and it seemed to be the, a two and a half to 3,000 you know, okay. seat theater. It's not a, it's not a small venue, is it? It's not small, but it's, it's not huge. Right, and you're really you are really packed in there, and the rows are very steep. So it's a small space for as many people as they get in there. But it's a really efficient use of space. Um, anyway, you get in line and you uh, get a physical ticket. So I actually uh, that's one of the pictures that I put up there and sent to you, Lenny. Um, and so I was very fortunate to get, um, I think it was in row 10 
and I was on the aisle, which wound up to be a thing later on. Um, <clears throat> and you don't get to choose your seat. You just get the next available seat. So I was fortunate to be in the f- toward the front of tickets they gave away for Thursday. Um, you go away, and you do come back. <clears throat> uh, they will tell you not to bring water. I'm going to say if you're going, absolutely bring water to stand in line outside of the theater. It's 4 or 5 o'clock. It is scalding hot sun. I did not bring water. They left us the sun. There is no shade at all in front of that theater at 4 o'clock. I got the most incredible sunburn for just being out there. They left us out there. In fact, we got in late about 20 minutes. Plus, I got there early. So you were out in that sun with no shade, no nothing, and you you know, you know, didn't want to get out of line uh, for close to an hour. It was pretty intense. So people got inside, and they were just desperate to hit the bathroom, to get water, something to drink. Uh, there's a concession stand when you first go in. You can pick up T-shirts. Um, there's a metal detector process, and they are very thorough, <laughs> very thorough, um, <clears throat> until when everybody goes into the theater and they seat you, and then um, you're there for a good amount of time. They're warming up the audience. So the band is playing, and I sat toward stage right, which was toward the band. Wonderful seat if you can get near the band. They are amazing. What you hear on the show is just a taste of the talent that is there. It is, I loved it. I absolutely thoroughly, the band was a huge element of enjoying the show for me. Um, then uh, they warm up the audience. And so this is one of the, the first time that I got really lucky. <clears throat> so they ask for uh, <clears throat> volunteers to come up and be in a contest. They don't tell you what the reward is. They just, you know, ask you to go up. And, oh, Jason's laughing at me. <clears throat> so I stupidly raised my hand, and it was Andy Richter, actually, who went past me and said, you want to go? All right, come on. And I didn't regret it until the tone of his voice. And then I thought, oh, God, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> um, so they put us up on stage, and I'm going to guess there were probably about a dozen of us that they randomly picked from the audience, and they decided it was going to be a dance contest. Oh, Lord. So, you know, you're on stage in front of 3,000 people. And at this point, I think, what have I got to lose? I'm already up here. So they turn on the music. No shame. Just went crazy. Um, based on who they selected as winners, I'm going to guess they chose two talented dancers and one person who just had no shame. I was the latter. And what you won was the uh, Funko Prize Pack. Which included uh, all four Conan Pops, um, plus uh, Conan T-shirts, the glasses, cup, all kinds. I mean, it was a heavy, heavy bag. Um, And so I, of course, protecting this thing all night because of the Conan Pops that are unprotected and smashable in this soft bag. Um, So that was my first um, really fortunate moment. And then uh, toward the end of the show, I think they just kind of saw, hey, this woman was crazy. She got up on stage. She's willing to just be crazy. So at the end of the show, the camera came down the aisle with Conan, and they stopped right at me. And so Conan and I had this funny moment at the end of the show um, where he was in his superhero costume. So um, I actually got to embarrass myself on national TV after I'd done it in front of the tele- uh, the theater audience, and I have no regrets. <laughs> 
So it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. I really, really recommend it. It wasn't as much time as I had been led to believe well, that it was going that to was, be. That was going to be my next question. First things first, just to kind of like um, go back a bit, because there's something I didn't quite um, get from what you were saying. You applied for the um, one iota tickets, is that right? Or was this the wait list? Tickets that you so, no, I applied for the tickets online. That's the so drawing is, that they've just right. had. Yeah. So you may or, that's where you may or may not get to stand in line for whatever day you want. So when you're yeah. standing physically in line, your printed ticket that you've printed from your email from Conan has the day on there. And then you just kind of stand in line for a physical ticket and hope that day has not filled up yet. Gotcha. Okay, because that's the one thing so, I've been, because as, as someone who hasn't done Conan before, I wasn't too sure exactly how that worked, considering that uh, I was under the impression that it was, uh, if you were allocated a day or you got a ticket, you kind of showed up an hour or so before. Alyssa's got a hand up. What's, what's right, I, th- I think that the plans have changed, that the process has changed for the one iota tickets, the online tickets. Uh, I because um, I was online trying to get uh, tickets this year and um, fairly quick about it. And nobody that I know of on the forum or that I know of um, was able to get in for tickets. I'm hearing that everything is a lottery. Everybody oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the whole, the whole thing's up there. The whole thing is a lottery system this time around. Um, right. Uh, from what um, I've read uh, in terms of, uh, I know the unofficial blog have been in contact, mm-hmm. I believe, with John Iota, uh, mm-hmm. that we are going to find out um, if you have applied for a wait list. Uh, everyone went in for the wait list. Uh, you will find out if you've been lucky uh, to get your wait list tickets uh, next week. When yeah, so I want to mention coming. something about the wait list. And uh, so, and maybe this is going to be a little different this year. They had the day that I went there, Thursday, 200 no-shows of people who were actually guaranteed tickets. So almost everybody who was wait-listed got in. You just, if you're wait-listed, you just show up and hope that, and it's first come, first serve of the wait-list line. Um, Somebody who doesn't show up when it's like 20 minutes to showtime they will pull people, start pulling people out of that line. Almost everybody who showed up got in. I couldn't believe 200 no-shows, but that's the reality of it. You know, your your plans change on a dime at Comic-Con. Well, so, so I'm going to have to I'm jump in here. Not, oh, go, go for it. But, so there's, we're talking about two different wait lists. The wait list on the uh, one iota is one thing. The wait list yeah. in line is another. And they give you a band with a number on it, and you just come back hoping that there are no-shows. And that's the reason why the line looks so long and people start camping early. The people, first, I want to say first 50 people in line are not one iota people. They are just people hoping to get on that wait list line. Right. So when you get there and you see Twitter posts saying 300 people in line, don't freak out. If you already have a one iota ticket, you can show up. I think I saw Nerdophile showed up at like 10 a.m. to pick up their guaranteed seats. They were sitting in the nosebleed, but... That's the reason why people like me who get the one iota tickets still show up really early. I want to sit close to the stage. So as close, uh, as sooner you arrive, the closer to the stage you'll sit. Cool. But, I mean, one, one or two people are jumping in on the Q and A uh, with comments um, uh, that uh, Andrew Dickinson. I thought the queues were for people to get in for the no shows. Uh, yeah, that's what I as- assumed as well. Um, Dan Berry. 
everyone is waitlisted just like last year. This is a, a similar setup to uh, last year. I seem to remember that. Uh, you were talking about no-shows and uh, the amount of people that uh, don't show up because, like I say, plans change. I did have tickets uh, for the Friday, and I didn't show. So if you were one of four people that got in last year, I was the reason why. Um, so congratulations. Thank, thank you. No, no. Thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, Dan Berry, I've tried for five shows of standby and gotten in every time. Uh, Andre White, I won IOTA, have priority over others. Right. Yes. And we've just uh, answered that one. Spot on. So there we go. Uh, we've also got the uh, the idea. It's actually, yeah, you're right. It's not the biggest room at all. It's uh, a 1,463 seat theatre. Uh, is there? Um, Efrain Lagardia is asking what time did he get there, but uh, I think that's just more uh, a case of uh, negotiating best times. I mean, well, we'll go to uh, to uh, to Jason on that then. So, I mean, you say that you get there pretty early to get your uh, tickets, and this is the one iota tickets. What time do you usually show up? I was staying at the U.S. Grant last year, so it's just across the street from the Sprinkles. So, I got up around one a.m. to just to check on the line, and there was about. 30 people online, all camping out, and I'm like, no, that's not. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> uh, I, I actually went into line around 4 a.m. for my tickets, and I got, if I remember correctly, uh, second row, uh, aisle seat, which is what you want. You want the aisle seat, so hopefully you get a selfie with Conan. I got one the first year he was there with my cousin and I. We were sitting about in the orchestra, halfway back on the right side, and uh, when he came back down at the end of the show... Uh, we're doing the wrap up. We got a selfie with him, so that's what we were aiming for. Cool. So I got there around four a.m. to answer your question. Um, people, what time did you show up, Key? I was. I got in line around six forty-five, and I was row ten. Row ten. Okay. But so, I do know that the sun hadn't come up quite yet, and once the sun came up behind me, it filled up really, really fast. I would just keep uh, an eye on Twitter for updates because as Conan gets more popular, and I think if the lines are going to start getting filled up quicker. Well, this is the thing. Uh, if I go to the Conan show, it'll be for the guests. I have no idea who he is. I'm I'm English. I have no clue who this guy is. Um, well, so, you know, yeah, Weird Al's always one guest. <laughs> oh well, there you go. I'm I'm sold. Right. <laughs> So I I wanted to point out something else um, for folks who might go just for the Funko Pops. Uh, I actually sat next to two guys who were there just for the Funko Pops. They will not let you leave the third theater once they close the doors and even the pre-show starts. And they were really angry. And they kind of ruined the experience for everyone around them. They just wanted their Funko Pop and they wanted to leave. And so it was really kind of disappointing. So if you're going just for the Funko Pop, just know that you're in it for a couple of hours. There's no getting out of it, quote-unquote. Well, I think a lot of people have seen my uh, tweets this morning, my posts this morning. Um, I've been checking on people who are selling stuff uh, from the exclusives, not just the Funkos, but across the board, um, which are Comic-Con exclusives, and they're on eBay already. You have no idea how much this winds me up. It really, uh, considering that the markup on the Funkos for Conan are $200 at the moment. I mean, I understand that you're flipping this stuff to make a profit, but dude, it just, no, I'm sorry, but it's just bang out of order. 
I had really gouging the fanatics. Yeah, and I've really had a crazy experience trying to get back to my hotel with that Funko bag. Um, the the bag itself has Funko on it and Conan, and um, I there were so many people, and I would even use the word harassing me as I left the theater trying to get me to sell that bag. That there were some other fans I didn't know a single one of them who kind of perf- uh, created this protective barrier around me. <laughs> And we walked back to my hotel together. Just that's wow. how crazy it was. It was, wow. and I was recognized for a couple of days after that. I was actually in line at Starbucks, and someone said, "You're the woman who won the Funko bag on Thursday night, aren't you?" And I said, "This is crazy." No, wasn't, wasn't me. Wasn't me. <laughs> I know nothing. Funko what? <laughs> so it was well, so- the. Uh, the craziness around those Funkos is kind of nuts. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, let's really quick, let's, let's get this out of the way and cover that now. Um, because, uh, they did announce, uh, this was off the back of the, um, uh, the news. Uh, he actually announced, uh, what the deal was with the, uh, selling of the, uh, the tickets and also the, uh, the whole business with the, uh, Pop Funkos. This was on, I believe, Tuesday. No, it wasn't. It was on Thursday. It was, uh, it was the day after the, uh, the unofficial blogs little, uh, uh, show on uh, the uh, Wednesday night. So no, this was the uh, the official uh, banner banner description of uh, Conan. And these are the uh, the, fun- the Funkos available this year. We we kind of announced these last week uh, as part of our show because uh, uh, someone had spotted the wraps go up on the uh, MTS, and uh, we kind of got them as the show was going live. So we were rather happy to reveal these: the uh, Flash, the Jedi, the White Walker, and the Spidey. Which are they are all awesome. They are pretty impressive, aren't they? <laughs> However, this is the one that uh, a lot of people are going to be doing their best. Uh, I described it as the holy grail uh, of the pop funkos, pretty much across the board, and it is the mono Conan, uh, which oh, yeah. is uh, yeah. to be available. And now this is going to be available at some off-site activations and as special prizes. Uh, on behalf of Conan. So I'm guessing as part of the prize pack uh, as such. That is going to be incredibly limited edition and yeah, that is going to be that's your holy grail right there. That's that's the one. So everybody dance your butt off at the pre-show. <laughs> I should have warned you about that, Key, when, when you were volunteering in line. Was <laughs> <laughs> oh, that the pre-show? Is that the contest every year? That's the That's the... Yeah, tradition is the uh, shake your booty contest right before the uh, show starts. I didn't volunteer because I knew it was happening. <laughs> totally worth it. I have no regrets. No. <laughs> cool. Uh, just to go through a couple of the um, uh, the comments, uh, let's have a look at this. Uh, Dan Berry, I actually he, he mentioned that, and quite right, that you can in fact pick up your guaranteed tickets as late as one hour before showtime. Uh, I turned around and said, yeah, but what seats do you get if you show up an hour before? Uh, it depends. If you are just one person, you may get a better seat as uh, they need to fill those up. If you are in a group, you may end up in nosebleed, as described. Um, Andre White, I want all the pops this year. The show was great. Gotta stay for the show. Um, let's have a look. Our neighbors, people are selling artwork on eBay that hasn't even come out yet, like the Patrick Ballesteros art. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later on the, in the show. Um, Chismo Sanchez, you haven't seen Funko Fanatics until you've been to a Fun Days event. Yes, I can kind of understand that. That's a whole other level of... Uh, I can't uh, imagine. Uh, fun. Yeah. 
And the Mac Phantom, um, not to be crude, but my sister sometimes replaces the N in Funko with another letter, which is an apt w- uh, word for resellers already trying to make like, 800% profit. Yeah, I'm, I have total <laughs> agreement with you on that one. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, I, I, I'm a fan of, uh, wanting to kick these people off eBay, but there we go. So I think the question really is, um, is it worth going to take that time out? I mean, you said it wasn't a great deal of time out of your con. Um, what, I mean, including lining up, is it a day really? Or is it? Oh, no. 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 It was a couple hours in the morning and that was because like Jason, I wanted a good seat and he had given me the heads up to stand in line early for a good seat. So honestly, like if you wanted, if you didn't care about being where you sat, you just wanted to be in the room where it happens, uh-huh. um, you could show up anytime. And then the show itself was, I think, two and two to two and a half hours because you're there. And that's the other cool thing is you're getting to see the stage set up. And I was fascinated by all of that behind the scenes stuff. Um, so it's about two and a half hours. So you could spend just a few hours if you wanted to. Yeah, once they start recording after the you know the warm up and all what's not the recording is only about an hour hour and fifteen minutes almost shot live, they just go from segment to segment as if we were watching the actual show, uh, and then they insert commercials in there and you know on the live I show mean, that later that night. I, I do know that that is a slight change from this year in terms of when they're actually airing the shows. Uh, the shows are going live on Wednesday, Thursday. Friday and Sunday? Yes. Oh, it's, 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 yeah, it's one of the two. It was either Friday or the, Friday or the Saturday they're skipping. Um, and, yeah, from what I can gather, it's looking like they're just going to blitz through us uh, and just get it edited and on air pretty much as quick as possible. I actually thought perhaps that the Wednesday was going to be more of something like uh, they're in town and doing skits and a pre-recorded show and then just do the Wednesday for Wednesday for Thursday Thursday to Friday, and then just, but it's done the night before. Wow, that's that's a it's very pretty amazing. It's a spectacle to see for sure. I went. So that's the basically an, that's, that's an editor trapped in a room in a hotel room, uh, <laughs> fed on pring, fed on Pringles and gummy bears. Oh well, uh, they they actually are, are very adept at you know turning these things around quickly and have the skits down and know what they're doing. Um, I had the opportunity to go for the first time last year. I was a plus one, and having been in production before, I'm mostly live theater and that type of thing. Um, they know you know the band knows. You know, they know how to play off of each other. They're very good at improv and how to, you know, how to get these scenes together. What, you know, what was interesting was having, you know, the applause sign and the, uh, you know, how they encouraged the audience participation was interesting um, in it. it. And I was able to get out of the, um, the Friday show and get over to the Funko Fun Days. So it is possible to do both of those. Um, perhaps not this year since you it's, it's finished really it's yeah. finished really quickly then yeah so it's you know I think I showed up to fun days at around uh, 6.30 or so 6, 6.30 uh, so it's it doesn't take a huge amount of time out of your day um, but it's it's a hike over there uh, for me who likes to stay you know who was either in the, the underground parking or um, 
in one of the closer hotels. It's about six or six or so blocks, and you have to—I believe—you have to bring your ID too. Yes. Yes. The uh, so, one who won the actual one iota thing has to bring their ID, and then I—I th- I don't know if our plus threes had to show IDs as well, but well, that's another hurt. question that was asked on Twitter, and I didn't have an answer for it. I did kind of look through as much of the Q and A as possible. Mm-hmm. If you've applied for four tickets and you don't show up with four people, I'm under the impression that you get bounced. You have to have the four. Or you have to have the amount of people that you applied for. I don't think so. Because that that extra ticket, if you brought uh, two other people, that extra ticket would go to somebody in the wait line. The wait... Yeah. I mean, that's... I, that's that's how I would have played it. Just just to. Do I it. spied their little list that they were working off of, and they already have the tickets broken up into you know groups of one, two, three, and four. So mm-hmm. we're a group of four. I'm hoping to get one of the first available group four tickets that they have. They already have it uh, pre-broken up. So I see. That's how I saw well, at the beginning of the line. Uh-huh. I'm going to guess, and I'm going to put this to everyone on the Q and A. I'm guessing that everyone just applied for the four on all four days, just for the hell of it, just to just to get out there and just just. Game the odds. Who knows? Um, and Andrew Dickinson turns around and says, finding extra friends shouldn't be that hard to find. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> just grab someone from line. Right. Yeah. What, what I'm wondering, actually, I applied for tickets. I'm wondering, um, and to be frank with you, I'm not as interested in going to see the Conan show again, um, but I'm wondering if I could bring my four friends and they would get the wristbands and I would just walk, I could walk away from it. So if I could That's bring them first thing, good question. first thing in the morning, you know, close friends, not reselling, you know, none of, none of that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. I'm just hoping that I can, I can end up doing that. Uh, because like I said, I'm in production. I've been in production, so I'm not so much interested in seeing shows again. And so, but if anybody knows the answer to that, if they can let me know, that would be great. Well, I'm, I've just asked, asked, well, I've just asked the question because I, I like to say, off the back of that question uh, about the uh, the four people, uh, Dan mm-hmm. Berry has replied: uh, If you say you have four people, four people have to show up to get those tickets. Yes. If you don't have four, you can't get any tickets. Oh wow! Okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. Well, there you go. I, 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 that's you, what I, I was right. I was certain that that was right. I'm certain that's what I read. So I wanted to just check that. I think we may just have to inquire about that this year. So it's better. Well, you already know that uh, you're, when you're short in line, so you just grab someone who's on the wait list. <laughs> totally. <laughs> you want to be yeah, yeah. my group? <laughs> yeah, your new best friend. <laughs> Although I, I did just one person, so I think that helps. And honestly, if you did one person and everybody showed up together, you'd all be seated. They just seat one right after another. You're just taking the next spot. So. That might be another strategy to it also. Sure. Well, speaking of strategy, I mean, certainly one thing that was determined uh, was also just a couple of uh, things off the back of the uh, the ticket sale. Um, they do uh, preferential towards people who did fill out their full IOTA profile, so hopefully you did that. I, I know it was uh, advised on a number of uh, boards and sites, uh, but, so hopefully you put your uh, picture up, you filled out all the other little bits and forms, 
which was part of your uh, One Iota profile. And also there was the email that went out uh, 20 minutes after the tickets went live. Uh, I got my email through from Comic-Con International. This went out to everybody who had a, a valid member ID. Uh, not necessarily didn't have tickets, because it also went out to uh, some staff. Well, it's a volunteer staff, and it also went out to some volunteers as well. Basically, if you had a... Uh, valid member ID, you got a uh, email through telling you that the Conan tickets were now on sale and also with a code which you could then go back into your uh, ticket waitlist order and edit in your member ID and your um, the, the code that was provided by CCI. Now, a lot of people have been asking whether that does in fact um, increase your odds. Um, as a lot of people have been saying, don't worry about it. A lot of people who didn't put in the code got tickets last year. So don't be too afraid. If you haven't put your ticket in yet or your code in yet, or if you haven't received an email or whatever, don't be too, don't stress out about it too much. <laughs> a lot of people who didn't get the code or put in the code also uh, got tickets as well. So there was uh, those as well. So there we go. Um, I think that's pretty much Conan. I think the only thing I could then say is, one last time, is it worth taking the time out of the day of your con, which you spent all this time and money to get into town for, to attend Conan? Yes. Um, yes. I'd say yeah. yes. <laughs> if you're looking for a unique experience at Comic-Con that you're not going to get anywhere else, and I'm a person who pursues those. Last year, my Fitbit showed I walked 52 miles at Comic-Con. So I am trucking around San Diego trying to get as much in as I can. And that was, I haven't done anything like it. And it was one of my favorite things I've ever done. Excellent. And the good news is some of that is now on YouTube as well. So we can all go off and watch you dance. Yes. Dance, monkey. Dance. The, the dancing is, thank God, not there. <laughs> oh, man. That's just not I fair. can give you a link though to the show where I'm at the end and I'm on on the on the show with Conan. So I could share a link to that. If you wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind seeing that. That'd be cool. Excellent. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Uh, so yeah, thank you very much indeed. I know we wanted to try and cover uh, the Conan tickets and the Conan sales because we wanted to see exactly what was the nuts and bolts behind it if you hadn't been. So there we go. That's uh, what we've done. We'll add one quick thing. We on the forum are kind of expecting to hear back early in the week. Um, they tend to turn things around fairly quickly, at least they did last year. So we're anticipating Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, um, just to refine the date a little bit from the blog. So, it, you know, fingers crossed, who knows, we'll see, and all of that. But good luck to everybody who's uh, applied for a, a round of tickets. And if not, maybe I'll meet, <laughs> maybe we'll meet in the wait up line. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Cool. Okay, so what do we... Uh, well, I mean, at this point, we now uh, can turn around to uh, both Jason and uh, Key and say, thank you very much indeed for joining us. Uh, if you want to get off and enjoy the rest of your Sunday and just watch, you're more than welcome. But if you want to stick around, because uh, we're going to get into the rest of the Comic-Con news, if, if, that's, if that's all right. I can stick around for another 15 minutes before I have to head off. There we go. <laughs> now, this is, this is where we usually have a guest just sort of, like, vanish from our little windows at the bottom, just sort of like, oh, uh, uh, bye then. Uh, so, no. <laughs> well, that's great. Um, what do we want to cover next, uh, Alyssa? Do exclusives. You want to do exclusives? Okay. Well, that's, that's what you have on the list. So, I can wow. certainly... <laughs> I could certainly go for the uh, ho the hotel information too. It's your call. Okay. Well, we'll do we'll do the um, the exclusives then because uh, there's been a number of uh, really nice uh, items that have been 
announced this week, uh, including uh, from Mattel. Obviously, they had their uh, pre-sales out as well, which um, did particularly well for them. <laughs> uh, so uh, the two items that were announced this week, we've already been uh, shown the Wonder Woman and Cheetah uh, figure two pack, also the Disney Pixar cars, uh, cars Hot Wheels uh, diecast vehicle. Oh, sorry, the well, that wasn't Hot Wheels. The Hot Wheels Justice League Batmobile uh, was announced this week, uh, which goes alongside the Spidermobile and Dead Buggy. Let me just bring this up on screen so you can actually uh, get to see this. Uh, this is the uh, ba- the Batmobile uh, that uh, is available. This is a Hot Wheels um, item, um, which is uh, available. I understand this is not on pre-sale yet, but it's expected to go in the next couple of days. Uh, so I thought they already went on pre-sale. That is this all, the is other this all one on pre-sale did. already? Okay. It's the one uh, exclusives, man. It's the one thing I'm trying. I'm playing catch-up on. I do my best. <laughs> I'm doing my best. I really am. Uh, but no, it's, it's a nice enough uh, piece of kit. It's um, it's very, very... Uh, it, it looks really detailed, and I, I quite like the look of it. Although, this one's gotten a lot of people's uh, interest because no one's really sure what to make of it. Which is the um, cyborg um, origins figure, uh, which is uh, in a box based on the Justice League film design. Um, people are not too sure about the sculpt; they're feeling that it's po- possibly a little bit um, cheaper than usual, or the usual Mattel uh, standard. Um, I mean, the outer box looks. Impressive, but that's not what people's interest is. They want to see about that figure, and the figure itself just doesn't seem to have the level of detail that you would expect from a Mattel figure. Uh, it does light up, uh, both the box and the uh, the figure do light up. They are uh, LED fitted, um, but that is the uh, Cyborg Origins figure. I really should have my pages up with the prices of uh, these things. But uh, there we go. I'm certain that uh, you can uh, have a look on my exclusives directory and find that there. Uh, you also had the uh, Mega Construct. Oh, no, that was, that was announced uh, last week. So that was the, uh, the, the big thing. I believe the, Bat- the Batmobile is sold out uh, yeah. from the pre-sale. Yeah. Uh, I've got that uh, listed as yesterday. Fair enough. I expect nothing less. But, um, yeah, I've just been reading a lot of forum posts uh, mm-hmm. Not just on uh, the Friends of Comic Con forum, but also on Mattel forum. People are not too sure about that figure. Uh, just mm. feeling that it's just it doesn't quite live up to everyone's expectations. Anything else? Uh, those are running for twenty five dollars. Looks yeah. like. Yeah, I think that Anything? may be re- reflected in the price then. <laughs> Anything else from Maddie this week? Um. Announced this week? No, it was those yeah. two. Uh, I mean, uh, I believe we had already announced the Mega Constructs Destiny Iron Song mm-hmm. Ghost Shell, which, my word, that's a that's a mouthful, isn't it? Yes. Um, <laughs> isn't it just? But I do actually, I quite like this figure or, or this uh, uh, this item a lot because at the end of the day, it's a Mega Constructs. You construct it yourself. Um, it's, um, it's, I believe, it's a five hundred and fifty piece. Piece of uh, kit, which um, if you are a De- if you're a Destiny fan, you see this is where it falls into two camps. I just don't do I don't do exclusives. I don't do gaming, uh, so I'm I'm utterly screwed. 
uh, when it comes to this. Uh, but it's a nice enough looking figure, or, or, or exclusive. I mean, it comes with uh, your presentation box, which um, looks rather nice. And yeah, you get yourself a, a little figure with there as well. Which, um, if you are a Destiny fan, this is going to be your must-buy item for the year. So there you go, that's Mega Constructs, and that, I believe, is not cheap. I think it's... Uh, that one was 40 I was in a pre-order, too. Yeah. <laughs> there is... Uh, there was that the huge announcement of exclusives this week, which um, is not so much in the toy area, but certainly in the T-shirt area, which yes. uh, caught which caught a lot of people by surprise, uh, simply because they had announced they had done uh, an announcement earlier in the day. They had done a two kind blog announcement, and I'm drawing a blank on what it was, but um, uh, and then they did a second announcement at about uh, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, 3 o'clock in the afternoon uh, Eastern time for the t-shirts. And I was, I was Indeed. surprised about <laughs> about, you know, doing two major announcements during the day. Um, I, I, I don't think, I don't think it was that was which surprised everybody. It was what they announced. Which I think uh, kind of threw a bunch of people because, quite frankly, the items that are available decidedly weird. Uh, I, I, I think they're I think they're odd. Um, let me just uh, bring this up. Yes, indeed, this was the uh, the merchandise that was uh, uh, for sale, um, and indeed, you got a bunch of T-shirts that are up for grabs. Uh, and uh, they did change the process this year as well. You did have to sign in to your member ID. To, uh, to actually get your uh, the merch this year. Um, it's um, available when you log in. It's an adi- additional tab that uh, rocks up at the, uh, the top of the page. And um, something that hasn't been clarified yet, I don't know if it's been fixed before, um, when they, uh, they open this up, if you actually place an order, you couldn't then go back in and amend it uh, or add to it. I think that it may have been altered. They may have changed the site a little bit. But as far as I'm aware, that that it, was a definite issue. It, it looks as though that they changed the process. They they changed the um, the software, this Thank the selling goodness. software. And yes, you absolutely could not uh, amend your order. So if you order a T-shirt, you can't go back in and order um, a hat. Yeah. Um, there was also a, a couple of other minor minor little issues uh, with it, but uh, they they have made it. Uh, they have made the announcement prominent that all orders are final. You can't you can't place a second order. Um, all of that. So it's it's kind of what's interesting to me is they limit you to fifteen hats. <laughs> <laughs> you got to battle those flippers. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, are also at the moment showing up on eBay as well. All of this gear is on eBay. Which is just, oh. They know you might be doing your SDCC running, your SDCC fit running, and in in a windy area, lose your hat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I okay. do like. I have to say that I do like the hats. Um, I'm well, not so yeah. sure about the book bags, um, and I'd like to get other people's opinions about sure. the tea, the tiki cups, and. Um, let's go down the list. Uh, first T-shirt up is the um, uh, Raphael Albuquerque 
uh, Batgirl uh, 50th anniversary shirt. Um, another thing that is, someone's going to have to explain to me is the prices. Uh, cons- I understand. I understand California sales tax. I get it. But if it's twenty two dollars fifty seven cents, couldn't you just make it twenty three dollars? Can you just wa- you round it up or something? I don't know. But anyway, You're trying to go. make it more expensive for us, Leonard. <laughs> okay, uh, no, the, 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 man, the man's got a point. Okay, twenty dollars. Make it twenty dollars. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you're looking at uh, twenty-two fifty-seven for the small double uh, XL. Oh, XL, sorry, double uh, XL twenty-five eighty-one and triple XL twenty-nine oh four. Uh, the women's size, uh, small to large, um, is uh, nineteen thirty-four. These are all including price um, uh, sales tax. So there you go. That's the Batgirl. Um, uh, Raphael Albuquerque. Uh, we then had ourselves, it says then three designs. Well, that's a design. I'm, I'm counting them all as five. Deal with it. Uh, you've got yourself a Kirby Crackle uh, Comic Con logo shirt, which I really like. That's I the one I'm that's getting. Really, really tasty. Yeah. I think that's really nice. Um, you have uh, the Comic Con Eye, which I think is just uh, a nice bit of branding just to kind of change things up so it gets people to buy the shirt. But, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be at all surprised if that actually ends up being the official logo in future years, because I, I quite like the circle. <laughs> I, I, I quite like that. Um, and then you had the uh, the Collegate, um, which is a slight amended design to the one that uh, I am currently adorned with. Uh, so you'll see it when I go back to uh, to my uh, come off the screen share. Uh, same prices again, twenty two fifty seven for small to XL. As always, it, it just wraps through. Uh, 2581 for a double XL, 2904 for triple XL, etc., etc. Um, and then last but not least, we have ourselves the, um, heroic Toucan t-shirt, uh, with art by Rick Gary, uh, saluting the only official in capital letters Comic Con block, <laughs> uh, pointing no fingers, mentioning no names. Uh, so <laughs> there you go. Uh, it's, it's, it's nice. Uh, I'm not too sure how many people will be going for that, but if you are a hardcore Comic-Con fan, that may I, be a I usually, yeah, I usually get the, the Toucan shirts because I like I like the, the uniqueness of the Toucan design. That one did not appeal to me, though. <laughs> I think if they had simply had uh, the Toucan, uh, as opposed to having the San Diego behind it, uh, that it would have, I would have liked it a little bit better. It's too busy, hmm. in my I, I humble agree. opinion. I agree, but it's a nice design by Rick Gary. I think he's done a good job. Mm-hmm. But uh, like yeah, I, I said, think... just have the Tucan, you know, with the in the in the pose. <laughs> well, in that case, what you do is you get a a, a sharp stammy knife and just scratch it off, <laughs> and you just no, no, no. what? Okay. What? Um, that's the usual price. Now, then we start getting into some interesting um, items. The book and tote bag, uh, which is a grey book bag, and the Kirby Crackle tote bag. All well and good. All very nice. At $22.57 and $27.96, that is a tad pricey, man. Yeah. And I was thinking about the tote bag myself because, you know, having something a little bit larger, but I think I would have wanted something that's a little, uh, you know, that I could do groceries in or, you know, I could, it was more of a functional as opposed to just a bag that was, you know, this wide. 
that it, you know it actually opened up so it was a little bit more like the the Maddie bags that you get yeah. when you the red Maddie bags or something of that nature so it was a little bit more usable for $23 I did quite, I did, I did quite like the text which does confirm that we are getting the WB bags this year um, yeah. although as anyone who has actually used the WB bags will tell you uh, those handles will come off instantly if you try carrying your groceries around in them uh, so yeah they're, they're a tad pricey um but uh, I mean, it's a grey cotton bag. It's going to be relative. It's going to be hard wearing, but it's still quite a, uh, a mighty thing. Uh, we then have the uh, Comic Con embroidered caps. This is using the new circular logo. I like. Uh, I could have possibly done with slightly different colours, but I like. I like the grey one. If I if I could wear hats, I would have gotten a grey one. <laughs> I, I, I can only I can only one wear one hat and not look like an idiot, and that's the one that I'm wearing right now. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Uh, that's uh, twenty seven ninety six um, for both caps, uh, all one size, of course, with your uh, uh, buckle at the top. <sighs> right, tiki mugs. <laughs> I don't get it. Me either. Okay. Okay, so it's not just me. No, and I really, love really, 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 really isn't. Although I did get in the middle of a domestic um, when I <laughs> when I brought I brought this up with a good friend of ours on the on the Twitters. He turned around and said, "Oh, I've got to get hold of one of these because the, these this will go with the tiki mug collection at home." At which point his missus jumped in on like, on the thread and went, "Don't even think about it." Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> but I, I think. I mean, I get the uniqueness of it, and you've got the hero and the villain version, but at $33.40, you've really got to be a hardcore yeah. tiki mug fan. Uh, um, that's, that's odd. Um, yeah. I had a moment when I first saw them that I thought the uh, the villain was supposed to be um, Tasmanian Devil. <laughs> and uh, so I was trying to match the hero. Who is what Warner Brothers character is this? And I realized, but it was just from the smaller pictures. It's nice to see them bigger. Well, I say nice, but <laughs> kind of. It's a great idea for something really unique. But mm. I mean, I quite like the. I like the fact that the hero version has a 15 fluid ounce capacity, and the villain version has an 18 <laughs> fluid ounce. Pretty much saying, well, if, if, if you're, if you're conscious, so like heirs to the, the, the villain side, we'll give you more alcohol. I get that. <laughs> uh, but, but there we go. Um, manufactured by Tiki Farm, uh, those are exclusive <laughs> to, uh, to, uh, I mean, they, the first, the first Tiki mugs actually came to Anaheim. Uh, I like the fact that they, they proclaim it was an immediate sellout. I'd like to know if these go. <laughs> But um, there you I go. That's the, that's the tiki mugs. I, yeah. I think they will. Um, they're getting a lot of buzz on the forum, and a lot of people do seem to like them. I feel very much the odd man out. Yeah, I, um, yeah. I don't know. Well, considering <laughs> there's, four, there's four of us here, and we're not too sure, I'm yeah, going to look. Have, the, I'm going to look on the Q and A in a second. Oh, so, <laughs> right. Oh, yes. I have not looked there for a while. I apologize. Oops. Okay, we'll okay. see. Uh, in terms Am I of getting lambasted? 
In terms of collecting, um, it is available in the Pacific Ballroom as it was um, last year. Um, you enter through the middle set, uh, um, aisle of the Pacific Ballroom. It feeds you through and around and into the Comic-Con merch uh, section. Uh, one or two people were asking what the queue was like to get your merch. I can tell you from last year, it's not massive at all uh, because they just rattled through. Uh, they're very, very impressive. and they, They've kind of got that down. Uh, and not only that, but the new Pacific Ballroom is just a gorgeous place to visit anyway. It's just nicely laid out. So, yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm. I, uh, last year, my to... experience, I stood in line for two and a half hours for my stuff last year. It depends Whoa. on when you go. Yeah, for it, pre-order it really pickup? Does. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Sometimes, for sometimes pre-order pickup. Sometimes what, the what, lines are long, but you just have to like go away and come back. Is seriously. Cause okay. Sometimes what, the lines are really short, too. What I think it was Thursday. Thursday. Oh, well, oh no, so, Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Was it the Wednesday pickup? Wasn't there Wednesday pickup last year? There could have been. I am going to point out that Kitty Gunn, who's on the Q&A, uh, is answering um, a lot of the questions that people are having about uh, the pickups and the particular uh, the particular items. She does work for, um, maybe I shouldn't out her. She knows what she's talking <laughs> about. Listen to her, okay? Okay. That's good to know. That's good to know. That last year was the first year I did pre-order pickup. Mm-hmm. So, and I thought, I will never order again because this was so much of my time. Oh, yeah, no, if no. I ever saw the lines were long, I would just come back later. Yeah. Oh, because now I know. It's going to be there the whole week. Yeah. I mean, on, on, on the Sunday, I had an appointment uh, as part of my press thing, and I had to be somewhere for 11. I got down into town for about quarter past 10, and I went, you know, I'm just going to blitz across, hobbled across the street really quickly, and just, I, yeah, I was in and out 20 minutes, half an hour. So, no, okay. Okay. Um, you Timing do have, is everything. Yes. Indeed, indeed. Four days to collect, Thursday uh, from 9 while 7, likewise on Friday and Saturday. It's a slightly earlier pickup time. It was through till 4.30 last year. Uh, this year is a 3 o'clock close, uh, so do make sure that you get your uh, uh, shirt. And you will be requiring your photo ID, your badge, your ba- uh, badge or barcoded badge confirmation email, your printed T-shirt or merchandise order or confirmation. Don't count on using your phone for your receipt. So because they are wanting to scan the uh, the QR code. Uh, the uh, orders for this, by the way, close. Um, it's uh, a week on Wednesday, uh, July the 5th, and it closes at 12 p.m. noon Pacific time. So do get your shirts if you are wanting to get those. Uh, tiki mugs. Mm-hmm. If you want to get them in the bag. Uh, Michael, Michael Levinsall is saying that Mondo is also had also done a tiki mug, and I think even Loot Crate had a mini one in in there. So I understand that a lot of people like them. It's it's we're, we, I think we're the, just the odd ones here. Because uh, so. when, when, I, when, when I when I think of Comic Con and comics and reading comics and <laughs> attending Comic Con, I automatically think of palm trees and coconuts and. <laughs> And, uh, Beaches? Yeah, yeah, and blue owls. <laughs> cool. Okay. I uh, actually once Michael went to a Lord of the Rings luau. <laughs> what was that? Sorry. I went to a Lord of the Rings luau a couple of years ago at Comic Con. So there you go. <laughs> It's obviously me. I just yeah. Okay, Michael P. <laughs> Michael P. Asked the question: Can you drink out of them? 
I bloody hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Especially That's since the, right. the evil one is larger. <laughs> Any other major exclusive announcements this week? Well, I Does think anybody... obviously the well the other big one as well. Let's uh, let's just get this out of the way, which is Funko, oh. uh, which announced a bunch of them uh, this week. Uh, this now a, a bunch of people have been asking if this is going to be the last of the Funko announcements. We still don't know, but uh, considering, considering they wrapped up on a uh, miscellaneous, uh, but then again they had miscellaneous uh, last year and they had about three or four of them. So bear with us. Uh, we'll quickly run through these. Uh, we had the uh, television. Uh, run, which was the uh, 100 Lincoln as Reaper. We had <laughs> this thing, which went straight to number one with a bullet when it came to my uh, kind of top five of uh, popular items. It is the uh, Supernatural uh, pop ride, uh, Baby with Dean. Uh, we had the uh, Lord of the Rings um, Aragon and Arwen 2-pack. You then <laughs> went into um, uh, Harry Potter. But it's Harry. Oh no, sorry, this isn't TV, this is uh, Warner Brothers, get it right, sorry. Um, Harry Potter, Harry on Broom, the very nice uh, Luna Lovegood with glasses, mm-hmm. which uh, I quite like a lot, I think that's rather pretty. And you also had the Fantastic Beast uh, six-inch Okami as well from um, uh, the film. That's actually um, gorgeous, that six-inch. It is, it is very yeah. pretty, isn't it? Yeah. It's very pretty. Um, we then went into um, the Disney uh, line. Uh, the first one that came up was Chippendale 2-pack, which is all very nice, and I get the fact that they're flocked and they're pretty. Where's the Hawaiian shirt? Where's the Indiana Jones hat? Come on, guys. It's Chippendale. Get it right. Jesus. Well, it's not Rescue Rangers. Oh, but- it's from the original cartoon. Yeah, oh, they're flocked. <laughs> They're flocked, yes. Uh, you also have the flocked bouncing tigger as well, which I really do like a lot. I think that's really, really nice. Uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, which I, that must have passed me by because I, I don't remember that at all. Uh, but there you go, that's Mr. Toad from that. Uh, you also had, uh, from Mo- Moana, uh, which is the Hey Hey, uh, the little, uh, parrot from that. And then you had a, uh, glow in the, a couple of glow in the darks actually from the, uh, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean ride, you had the Jolly Roger. And from Darkwing Duck, you had the Negatron, uh, which is a uh, glow-in-the-dark. Um, the Jolly Roger, by the way, is a 1,000 uh, limited edition. We have yet to find out what the quantities are for the rest of the figures. And then you had uh, the rather nice Aladdin with Abu Magic Carpet, which was a Dorbs ride, if you're a Dorbs fan. Okay, let's go through these real quick. Uh, so we had the Wave 9, which came out on the Friday, which is um, all sorts of stuff just thrown into the mix, uh, which was um, sister, sister Location, Jump Scare, Funtime, Foxy, uh, from Five Nights at Freddy's, and you also had Jump Scare Baby as well. Uh, from Elder Scrolls, you had a six-inch Dwarven Colossus, and then you got into the stuff that actually people are interested in. Dr. Zeus, which is a Flox uh, Lorax, which is rather cute, uh, the Power Rangers Megazord is uh, actually been announced already. This is actually going to be a shared exclusive with uh, Diamond Comic Distributors. It's also going to be available on their booth. Um, the Master of the Universe Scare Glow Glow in the Dark, um, which I've watched Master of the Universe and I don't remember him, but hey, what the hell. Um, and then last but not least, oh no, so you had a couple. You had uh, the Panthor with ba- Battle Armor Skeletor, which is a flocked Dorbs. Uh, and that is rather nice, which is the uh, Master of the Universe, She-Ra. 
um, which is the rock candy figure. And then, yeah, this was the last but not least, which was the uh, Skier Shriner, uh, which is a Funko original figure. Um, they actually have announced a number of original figures this week. I think there's a couple of uh, pop monsters which are announced today, uh, which uh, you've been seeing popping up on the Funko site. But those were the uh, the figures from uh, this week. Uh, if you are up for uh, getting these, hopefully this week we'll find out how uh, you're going to be able to do that. Uh, at the end of the day, it's assumed it's going to be a lottery system. It's just how it's going to be orchestrated and where. Uh, I don't think CCI particularly are encouraged by the idea of having it up at the sales, but where else are you going to do it? So, um, yeah. I have to take off now, so okay. say goodbye. <laughs> Jason, thank you very much indeed for joining us, sir. Hopefully we'll see you in San Diego, mate. Yes. Oh, absolutely. You. See you soon. Bye. Bye. And there you go, Jason Coe. Do follow Jason on his um, Twitter, Corgi Commander, especially if you are certainly up for keeping up with his SDCC fit uh, uh, headlines as well, because the guy is absolutely encouraging people to get uh, uh, behind that. Him and, him and Aaron uh, have done, I mean, back to back, the two of them have really, have really helped us, not so much in getting the, you know, ripped or buff or, you know, that sort of stuff, but not to be in pain. That's the goal, is don't be in pain. <laughs> So, cool. Right. Um, How are you doing, uh, Key? You all right? Doing great. (laughs) I'm enjoying this. Jump in. Jump in by all means. Um, Let's have a look at this. Um, Sarita P. Megazoid was available for pre-order at a lot of retailers, including Entertainment Earth. Uh, Dan Berry, it won't be at the Diamond Booth. It will be at various retailers like Entertainment Earth. I do apologize. Uh, The Skeletor is also a shared exclusive with Toy Tokyo. Okay, so there you go. That's uh, just it was just me clarifying with the bits and pieces. That's fine. Uh, to clarify, three more waves this week from Funko. It's supposed to be a total of twelve, which will take us through this coming week. Wow! So it's not over yet, kids. Oh. So you wow. know, take a deep take a deep breath and uh, prepare yourself. Okay. So um, you know, what are the limits when you get to the Funko booth? How many you can buy? One can, per. I'm, it's one per. One per. But it's, yeah, but you can effectively buy one of each, as, if you say. Yeah. If but you could, the problem okay. is, a lot are sold out. Yeah. So you can't. You you won't be able to get some of the very very hot items unless you're the first person in the line first first block of the day. That kind of thing. So. Yeah. Just to clarify that as well with the top five, uh, the top five, which I mentioned, um, because the way I've been doing my exclusive posts on the site this year, they're all individual page views. Uh, they're individuals. So they're kind of like people can see them individual and people have been seeing the tweets and seeing the, uh, social media stuff and going to individual pages. So it's a completely, (laughs) it's not reliable, but it's a nice little count on what people have been sort of like looking at. Mm-hmm. The one that was at the top of the tree was the uh, Princess Leia and R2-D2 two-pack. And that was there for quite some time. Until that bloody supernatural thing showed up. <laughs> at which point it got knocked off the top slot by a huge margin. That's going to be the one this year, depending on what gets announced this week. So I was liking that. Fantastic beast, little, little guy. That's just, that's just cute. You know, and, and maybe that's a, for me, it's, it's probably going to be a shared exclusive because I'm not so, you know, I, I don't need that's the San Diego sticker on it. Yeah. 
I think it's down to the ones that you actually want to get. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. we were talking about this the other week where um, I think the pair of us have got the Indiana Jones with the idol. Mm-hmm. I wanted that because it's a... Yeah. It's Indiana Jones, man. That's yep. my it's my, that's my jam. Um, but I mean, for example, this year, The Tick. I happen mm-hmm. to be a Tick fan, <laughs> so you know. Um, I here's, here's my Tick story. So in the nineties, I was collecting comics, and I was my comic book store was New England Comics, who came up with the idea of the Tick, and I did not buy into it. And I, you know, every time the tick comes up, I'm kind of like, ah, just kicking myself for not, not, uh, you know, getting some of the first, the first stuff that, that, uh, they published with regards to the tick. So don't, let's not talk about the tick anymore. Can we move (laughs) on to panels? (laughs) Uh, Well, this is where I'm going to hope that you've had a look now. I have. I've taken a look at the blog, and the the unofficial blog has done quite a bit. Um, a lot of people have been talking about that the Legion um, is that are really happy that Legion is going to do something. Um, they've also talked uh, that FX is going to have a, a a block of shows yeah. too. So we're we're really looking forward to that one. Um, the one, I mean, Batman and Harley Quinn, you know, the premiere screening, um, that we've talked about for the movies. I believe that's the animation. Uh, Vikings, of course, the, the staple. Um, I have yet to get to one of their panels and I really want to. I'm so upset that I missed that blood, that blood Viking. Uh, I don't think it was an offsite, but they had a, a little demo. Uh, booth at San Diego a couple of years ago. And I was so upset that I didn't get to actually do this. Um, do you know, do you know what black crown panel is? Yes, I do. What is that? I think it is. Um, black crown is the new imprint that's been set up, um, by Shelley Bond, who formerly was, uh, of DC Vertigo. Um, mm. she, people are kind of taking uh, Black Crown on as going to be the next must pay attention to, uh, so Im- imprints when it comes to comics. Uh, last year mm. you had Young Animal from DC, mm-hmm. which has had a couple of hits, certainly with Shade the Changing Girl and with, um, uh, Doom Patrol. But, uh, mm-hmm. Black Crown is, uh, certainly going to be one of the, the highlights when it comes to uh, comic imprints, uh, considering you've got some incredible talent that's involved in their first book. Uh, I've actually got an interview lined up with Tess Fowler, who's the artist nice. of uh, that particular uh, book. So looking forward to uh, speaking to her. But no, it's good that they're getting a, a, a definite push uh, this they, year. So yeah, that's cool. Apparently they have a panel on Friday. Get in. Uh, I'm, I'm first. That. I'm yeah, down with so that. Just- so if you're not in Hall H, <laughs> there's the other one. Um, John Carpenter's Tales of Science Fiction. Uh, that that kind of just appealed to me as that, but that's a small panel in 28 DE. Unless um, John's not going to show up. Yeah, <laughs> from the mind of John Carpenter. Exactly, exactly. Uh, the one of the panels, um, uh, the Todd McFarlane and Robert Kirkman panel is on Saturday is I Todd McFarlane. I was never a huge, I'm not, I don't like a lot of the super saturated comics. So I've never been a huge Todd McFarlane fan, 
but oh my god he is amazing on panels he is absolutely a performer a showman you've got to see him and him and robert kirkman that's that just sounds like it's going to be a blast um it's in six uh de on saturday and so that that's a that's another one um there's the centennial of the king of comics jack kirby which um how come it's on saturday yeah <laughs> Why is it on saturday why can't we do it not on a hall h day yeah <laughs> tell me about it it's already I mean, the, the good news is that the, I mean, the good news is they are going to be um, celebrating the centenary of Jack Kirby throughout the weekend. But the fact yeah. that they've got the the centerpiece, I mean, admittedly, um, if you are going into Hall H, it's for the live action stuff, it's for the television, it's for the film. This is hardcore comics. This is for the people who are absolutely. I mean, I totally agree that uh, Jack Kirby should be more celebrated for his contribution to comics, and this weekend will go to some part of renovating that is considering that also he's being uh, inducted into the Disney legends, uh, at D 23, the weekend before. So yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. It's going to be a real, <laughs> that you, you want to do that. I, I'm not, I have not decided if I'm going to do Hall H. A lot of my friends have decided, you know, that they're definitely going to do it because they remember last year and last year was spectacular. So we'll see if the lineup for Saturday is as spectacular. That's well, going to be, I think, Shall, shall we shall we cover that really quickly because uh, it also sure. counts another couple of uh, panels that could have happened um uh-huh. is off the back of uh, something that i posted today a uh, good friend of ours mark serby uh, was um wandering around london earlier on today and uh, bumped into somebody uh, who happens to be in town because he's organizing reshoots for Justice League. Joss Whedon is in the capital at the moment, and uh, Mark happened to bump into him. Turned around and said that he's going to be in San Diego, really looking forward to seeing what Joss brings to Comic-Con. At which point, Joss turned around and said, I'm not going. Uh, this will be the second time in 20 years that I will not be attending San Diego Comic-Con. And if you remember, the uh, time he didn't attend was for knee surgery. So this he's buckling down with Justice League. But that means he will not be showing up on stage for the Justice League panel in Hall H for Warner Brothers. He won't be showing up for the Dark Horse panel uh, for any comics that they do. And he won't be doing a Spotlight panel, which uh, has been a, a staple for uh, a couple of years, where any chance you just to have with Joss Whedon talking for 45 minutes, it's always fun. He's not coming. So unfortunately, that photo opportunity that I wanted, which was him and Zack Snyder coming out hand in hand onto onto the stage in Hall H, like conquering heroes, the one photo op which would have blown anybody else out of the water uh, that particular day and given Marvel a serious run for their money, not going to happen. So unfortunately, <laughs> that's the case for that. I will say um, that Mark, uh, Mark, uh, Mark's picture with Joss today, earlier today, was absolutely fabulous. He, I don't know if you could do a screen share of that. I'm just about to bring it up. Definitely. Yeah. Mark, Mark, Mark Serby is, uh, uh, a longtime contributor to us and we have him on as a regular contributor. He uh, obviously does movies, all of our movie panels and, um, 
Uh, he just, he's looking good and Joss is looking good. It's a bright sunny day. They're both looking at the camera. Nobody's making funny faces. It's, I'm just, I wish I could, when I do, uh, you know, selfies with some, with a, a famous person, I wish I could look half as good as Mark does. And yeah. <laughs> hey, let, let's, let, let's blow up, let's blow up the man's ego even bigger than it already is. I know. <laughs> well. Yeah. Oh. So there we go. That, but it's on, right. on the screen at the moment. And yeah, yeah uh, Mark's giving it the full grin. Joss is uh, gurning rather nicely there. But uh, yes, um, yeah, he bumped into him in young London and turned around and asked. And that's the question. That was the statement. So did, was he just walking on the street? Is that what it was? I've, I've no idea. I've no, I'm just, I mean, yeah. either that or he's seriously stalking him. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> So there we go. That's that is that was the news that I dropped today. That uh, yeah, no Josh Whedon. That's a, a shame. It's a shame. Um, um, so that Lenny, was, that, I just want to I just want to mention I need to run. So I wanted to say thanks so much for having me on the show. It was great chatting with you both. Great. It was a pleasure, and it's a shame that we didn't get to see your smiling face. And where can people That's find right. you? I'll see you in just a few weeks at um, at Kiosaurus on Twitter. I live on Twitter 24-7, so um, pop on over, send me a message. Happy to hear and meet new people. Excellent stuff. Key, thank you very much indeed for joining us. All right, thanks. I'll catch the rest of the show on the the podcast. (laughs) Thank you so much. Take care. Brilliant stuff. Okay, Uh, thank you very much indeed to Key for joining us. Um, The one last thing that I want to cover, uh, which um, I'm surprised we haven't actually talked more about. Uh, We'll just dive into this. This was announced on um, Wednesday, I believe. Yes, it was. Um, Like Alyssa said, um, we had a number of uh, announcements, and the T-shirts was the big thing that we thought we were going to get or would have been the big news of the Wednesday. Except it most certainly wasn't. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we got ourselves our exhibitor hall maps and lists for 2017. And uh, as shown on screen, the big headliner was... Netflix. Netflix. Oh, my word. Um, it's actually taking over the MTV um, slot this year, uh, right in the centre of the uh, exhibition floor. Um, it's... I, it's not surprising that MTV are not coming because at the end of the day, they only have a couple of uh, uh, items that could have been um, Comic-Con related, which was your Shinara Chronicles and your Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf is uh, discontinuing after this year, so there was no real need to come to Comic-Con, uh, which meant then uh, we will be seeing at, at booth 3729 uh, and taking over the MTV slot Netflix. Um, now, I turned around and said uh, on my post for uh, this, um, this means that we could be seeing a number of stuff when it comes to the original movies, um, which have been uh, showcased at a number of festivals this year, uh, and they have got a number of original content that they'll be wanting to uh, highlight. Then, of course, you also had Defenders and all the Marvel stuff, uh, Iron Fist, um, uh, Jessica Jones, uh, Daredevil, etc., etc. You also had um, a couple of people that pointed out other uh, content as well. Um, it just, it's just so much stuff. Stranger Things uh, could be having. I mean, when you have the possibility of so much, um, um, 
taking over that entire area, it's going to be absolute bedlam. Um, but it's going to be a joyous thing. I think everyone's just going to be so happy that Netflix are representing. It's, it's just incredible. Yeah, it seems as though that Netflix is, is a PR department and, you know, is, is gearing up, you know, is figuring out how to play the game and, and in turn coming to Comic-Con and doing, you know, doing those kinds of outreach things that, that had been a natural fit at New York uh, Comic-Con uh, with Repot because that's their location. But I think, you know, just making that whole, I think I think they've, rec- I think they've recognized the return. Yeah. Uh, when you make Absolutely. that connection, because uh, at the end of the day, when it comes to actually um, selling the product mm-hmm. of Netflix, it all effectively goes word of mouth. Um, there's some um, advertising as required, but the vast majority of it is word of mouth. It's done mm-hmm. with the, the connection with the fans. And when because- you... Yeah, because when you put, when you dump a whole season out at once, as opposed to letting it build, like mm-hmm. the the, uh, the network says, you you have to get that return the third week and the fourth week, and that only happens by word of mouth. It happened with Orange Is the New Black, um, the political show, you know, the Marvel shows, and the backfire on Iron Fist. So yeah. I mean, you could also have um, Kiefer Sutherland there for Designated Survivor. Uh, you could have the cast and crew for Santa Clara Diet, as uh, Dan has uh, pointed out. <laughs> the amount of talent that they could pull to San Diego, <sighs> the potential for this thing. I mean, someone's just turned around. Uh, this is uh, Andrew Dickinson going to have crowd control for Netflix. Yes. No, really? I, really? <laughs> I think you might be right on that one. Good grief. It's just... Yeah. It's, that would be it's incredible. It's incredible. So no, that's that was for me the big news of the week mm-hmm. uh, that Netflix are representing fully at uh, ComCon. And like I say, they won't just rock up with a booth and throw handsome posters out. They're going to bring some serious talent with them, and that is going to be incredible. Yeah, that's looking definitely looking forward to it. I may actually, uh, you know, spend some time on the floor. You know, first, well, no, no, for the first couple of years when I was going to con, I was doing, you know, the floor uh, free swag runs, you know, first thing in the morning. And um, it would be interesting to see what what they uh, what they produce, because usually when when things happen for the first time, they tend to go big. So I don't know. This is, you know, wild guess on my part. So but I have not even gone through the list of the other vendors that are available. Um, to yeah. be honest, when it comes to the rest of the floor, there's nothing really that jumps out in terms of surprises. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone is pretty much where they need to be uh, mm-hmm. and where they have been. So there's no mm-hmm. real shocks and surprises about that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but, oh, no, the, okay, let's, let's quickly run through the rest <laughs> of the news because there's other stuff. Uh, when it comes to panels as well, something that's happening on the Friday night, uh, you are going to be getting to see the uh, debut of uh, Batman and Harley Quinn, which is going to yep. take place in Ballroom 20 on Friday. I mentioned Friday. that. I did, did mention that. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. sorry. <laughs> I did. Um, no, no word yet on how that's going to work. Is it going to be a ticketed thing or is it a case of, as usual, first come, first served, whether you're going to have to, uh, what time it's going to be, basically, because mm-hmm. uh, usually the, the panels do kind of wrap up around five, five o'clock uh, in Ballroom 20, so they may take this mm-hmm. to seven, very similar to the Warner Brothers um, premieres that they have uh, on mm-hmm. preview night. So, 
who knows? We'll, we'll find out as soon as uh, we get any kind of word, of course. Um, I'm not going to be attending it because I f- find the animation of DC not overly impressive. But There is so much to do on Friday night. You've got yeah. Funko Fundays, you've got the Eisners, you've got, and then you've got this. There's too much to do on Friday night. So... Oh, that's, that's right. Let, let's complain about this. Too much stuff to do. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be nuts, but, uh, yeah. I like, I like it. It's a lot of chaos. I've no, I've no problem. Um, mm-hmm. and last but not least, uh, Graham Small is saying and reminding us about the Raiders, Rebels and Superman concert for Saturday night. Indeed. Uh, this is very exciting. Uh, we actually, um, on the, uh, the Englishman in San Diego website, we're actually giving away a, a pair of tickets to this thing. Um, this is absolutely, uh, amazing. Uh, if you, especially if you are a movies fan and especially if you are a fan of the work of John Williams, uh, this is being done by the, uh, uh, San Diego Symphony, um, and it is uh, a concert which is going to actually be in two parts because uh, you actually have a pre-show as well, which uh, has something along the lines of um, cocktails up for grabs. Uh, there's going to be a, a mini cosplay competition, uh, which uh, you can actually take part in as well. It's uh, What I like this about the sound of this is it's just going to be done with such lightness and a, a real sense of fun. Um, well, I mean, the main concert doesn't start until 7.30, uh, so you've got, like I say, a cantina band music, uh, cocktails, costume. It's just going to... The atmosphere is just going to be so cool in that room. Um, as it happens, uh, I will say that the seats uh, to the Copley Symphony Hall in the Jacobs Music Centre um, are selling out quickly. Um, as uh, Graham told me, it was getting a little bit sparse now. Uh, if you are wanting to go in for maybe one or two tickets, uh, you may be okay, but uh, I do know that uh, certainly groups will struggle. Uh, this is on Saturday, the 22nd of July, by the way, so it would be a nice way to wrap up your uh, Saturday and uh, certainly get into the whole uh, John Williams vibe of the thing, considering you could just rattle off just the, the iconic themes, Superman, Harry Potter, um, Indiana Jones, E.T. Close. I don't think they'll do, he'll do close, they'll do close encounters, but I'd love them to because I love the close <laughs> encounters theme. That's just mine. Uh, I think the other one that I pointed out as well, which I wish they would do, but I know for a fact they probably won't because they won't have time is the map room and dawn from Raiders of the Lost Art, which is my favorite piece of cinematic music ever. I bloody love that piece of music. But no, that's um, uh, taking place on the Saturday. Like I say, tickets are running out or selling out rather quickly. So if you are going to go in for them, go in quickly. And it's not that expensive, actually. Uh, the, the tickets are between like $20 and $35. It's not extortionate. So it's going to be a great way to do your uh, Saturday evening. If you do want to have a crack for uh, tickets, though, do head to uh, anenglishmaninsandiego.com uh, and search for um, uh, the off-site updates or indeed go to the competitions tab. Uh, down at the bottom of the post, there is a uh, raffle draw which will run out on Tuesday, I believe, uh, and you can win yourself a pair of tickets to this very cool concert. So there's that. Okay, uh, anything else? Oh yeah, let's do, let's do let's do the the um the hotel uh, the hotel report. thing. Yeah, um, people can take a look for the uh the wraps and the, the banners. Um, there's been a number of pictures announced for that. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll dial them up. 
this this past week, I, I just wanted to bring this up. So just to follow up on the hotel sale, this past week we had one of our uh, contributing uh, writers on the FOCC blog put out um, a piece that he's been working on for months. Um, basically, he took uh, about 250 data points from people who submitted their information. So these are not, this is not a random data test and you can't say that this is the definitive. However, it's, the sampling size was so large that he was able to get a really good sense of where things were going with um, the hotel sales. Did, you know, was the time in which you submitted, uh, did that relate to how well you did? Um, and yes, it did. Uh, in general, uh, the takeaway for, for all of this was that it seemed to run much better this year and was more accurate. There were still some issues um, with everything, but not nearly as much as there were last year. There's still some refining points. Um, as people know, there were two groups of notifications. Um, the first group, and I'm going to put a link up to this article because it's an eight-page article and it's, it's, it has a lot of tables and stats in it. The first group in general uh, was the zero to two minutes um, for the access time to the form. The group two, the second group was in general was the access time, uh, which is the time stamp that they were, that OnPeak was using to, um, uh, to aggregate, to put people in their, their list was in general one to six minutes. So if you got in, you happened to luck in quick for the lottery, you were able and were able to get your form in, um, able to get access to your form within the first minute, minute and a half in general, you did get your, the hotel rooms that you were looking for. About, uh, 45% of the people, um, who got let's see, um, in in group one it, in general about um, I'm, I'm looking here in ninety one uh, ninety uh, ninety percent of group one got a downtown hotel so it, it, I mean that's that's the takeaway is that it's that early access time fifty um, percent of group two got their downtown hotel. And that's what the, this data has has proven is that that it that it does work. The system that they that um, CCI is implemented with OnPeak um, is succeeding, and we are getting better um, with regards to this. Um, let's see. One wanted to mention one other thing here. Um, there. The other one other thing was that with the list of variations that we had, um, like closest to the convention center, with that list, you were able to get refine your selections a lot better. However, um, there were some little problems that happened because, for example, one system, um, one list of ho one hotel wasn't properly listed. I think it was listed as being 0.2 or 0.3 miles away when in reality it was more like 0.8 and it was off of the shuttle route. 
So there were some minor refinements that, that needed to happen, uh, with, with the listing. Uh, we need to have a little bit, cl- and the other thing that we didn't understand accurately was how the wait lists work. So if you got, um, yeah, if you got into the wait list, we needed to, they need, on peak needs to lay out how this process is going, going to affect people. Oh. What else is new in right. terms of communication from on peak? It's just, yeah. 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 But this you is know, not, this is not a new story, but it is a lot better. Uh, yeah. you know, this, it was, their communication was a lot better. And circuit, certainly I felt as though that the, the time stamp stamp accuracy was a lot better reflected in the data this time than it has been in any time in the past. And I am really happy with that. So let's give them that <laughs> at least. And for paying attention to, yes, I want the closest hotel, you know, but maybe they should say, I want the closest hotel. And if it's too far away, I want to be on the shuttle route. <laughs> that would be nice too. Cause I don't want to walk three quarters of a mile. Um, so the flexibility was really nice and, uh, you know, and it allowed people, you know, if they have to be on the shuttle route, maybe, you know, because they're not downtown, maybe they go for um, something that's, uh, you know, in Mission Valley. Sure. Uh, let's see. And, um, and I had one other quick point. So access time um, and the greater accuracy uh, of this. I'm going to go ahead and, uh, post a link to the article in, um, on the, um, on the, the Q&A for people. Um, but you can also just find it on the FOCC blog on the front. It's, uh, the title of the article is, um, original SDCC 17, 2017 hotel lottery analysis and reflection. Um, spend some time with it. You know, it's, it's going to be one of those things that you really revisit uh, next year before the thing when I fully anticipate them requiring a member ID, um, to fill out the form. Yeah. Okay. That's, I, you know, I'm going to go out on a do limb you, do, now. Do you, do you see it as inevitable? I mean, I, I kind of saw it as inevitable this year. And it, mm-hmm. That's where I, I thought do. we were going to go, but okay. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I, I, I see it as, as, you know, that of course they're going to do that. Um, because in reality, even, even vendors can create a member ID. It's not hard to create a member ID. So, um, I think, I think that's going to be a a necessity. Um, again, let me put this, uh, link up there for you guys to, to take a look at and, and please do because it's, um, it is worthwhile understanding what uh, what is happening in the back end of this. I mean, we need to understand how what we do affects affects the con. So yeah. let me see if okay, this well, will... while, you're, while you're doing that link, I'll do this uh, final bit of uh, news which uh, uh, got announced or certainly got uh, uh, seen up and running uh, as of, um, I believe it was on Thursday evening when we started seeing these. Obviously, we knew about the Conan wraps uh, for the trolleys mm-hmm. uh, because that's where we got our first look at the pops. However, we also then had uh, a number of uh, wraps that had been seen around town. Uh, first, uh, we had the uh, the sense, uh, sorry, the uh, the gifted 
which is going to be, I believe, on Fox. Um, and they've got themselves uh, a wrap with uh, Sentinel Services. Uh, it comes uh, like this. It looks makes the train look like it's uh, basically a, uh, a holding cell for, uh, <laughs> uh, for mutants. I like that. I, mean, I think it looks rather cool. I mean, admittedly, it is going to look slightly weird when you then have the doors open and nerds pile out. Uh, it's basically making them look like they are being chipped off to some concentration camp. But there you go. That's the way uh, it, the, 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 the vibe of the whole thing. I mean, I, I certainly think they're aiming for the marketing of, say, the man in the high castle kind of uh, uh, sense uh, with the old internment camps, which is uh, a bold a bold um, creative statement. So uh, that's for the gifted. And then you had the Orville, uh, which is uh, a show that so we've talked about a lot on this show, on the, the Hangouts, because we are big fans of it. Uh, Seth MacFarlane's new uh, show, if anything, because you've got uh, Adrian uh, Padalaki in there, who I'm a fan of, uh, and I have no problem with seeing a large picture of her wandering around San Diego at any given point. So that's uh, the Orville. Uh, coming to Fox. Uh, and then, last but not least, we had the banners started going up as well, uh, which are Marvel. Again, uh, this is uh, something which uh, a lot of people actually thought there were going to be Alex Ross uh, banners because uh, Alex Ross, uh, the Alex Ross art on Twitter, had been posting mock-ups of Alex Ross art being put upon the banners. That was very obviously photoshopped, and I think it was just wishful thinking. And it does kind of make me wonder about the Alex Ross Twitter account and how legit it actually is. Uh, but that's just me. Uh, so, yeah, taken up by Marvel, which um, is a, a traditional thing, really. Uh, you've got uh, two uh, which are available, which is the Black Panther one, and you also have the Thor Ragnarok. Like I say, they are up and running, and you can certainly see them downtown at the moment uh, with the Celebrating the Popular Arts. I think the exciting thing about this is it does give you a sense of what Marvel are thinking of pushing at their particular panels, which is Thor Ragnarok and Black Panther. We know they're coming. It's just now a case of what else is going to be on the docket. So uh, there you go. That's uh, the uh, the banners which uh, you can see currently uh, if you wander around uh, San Diego at the moment. Is that everything? <laughs> Uh, we can tell it's been, a week, it's been a week, man. Yes, I'm going to it's try and get through the a week. <laughs> a week in television because we've got a couple of really big things, uh, shows coming back this week that people are really looking forward to. Preacher, yay, <laughs> is returning. Really, really, really looking forward to that one. Um, one of our writers, uh, Melanie, has done a, a write-up of Tulip, um, and she does fabulous character studies on people. So I would definitely encourage you to take a take a look at what she's read. Uh, the other show that's coming back is David Tennant's Broadchurch. And so that's that's another one that's that's um, on its way back uh to entertain us for some crime drama. We're also getting Killjoys and Prime Suspect are returning this week too. Um, which I am looking forward to Killjoys. It's, that's, Killjoys for me is one of those kind of little sleeper shows that, uh, you know, I, I don't really, I don't watch it when it airs, but then I binge it and going, why did I watch this when it aired? (laughs) (laughs) So that's, that's one of those shows. Um, we do see a wrap up of season finales for Doctor Who. So I think we say goodbye to David Moffat. Um, 
It's not David Moffat, but yeah, I know, you know what you mean. Oh, no, no, no. Well, we say goodbye to um, uh, the the lead character, but I thought David Moffat yeah, was leading Jim, 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 Jim uh, Capaldi. Uh, is uh, the uh, the guy who plays, uh, uh, yeah. of course, um, Doctor Who, or, or the Doctor. No, actually, call him the Doctor. He calls him Doctor Who, which is just bloody weird. Uh, <laughs> then you've got then you've got Stephen Moffat. Yes, he's saying that he's uh, going to be uh, uh, disappearing. Although that also leads into uh, what we could see at Comic Con uh, because him and Mark Gatiss are teaming up again to do something beyond Doctor Who, which is. Dracula. <gasps> just going, I think they're just going to go through all the, uh, the 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 classic monsters. I mean, they've already done Jekyll and Hyde, which, by the way, if you've not seen Jekyll, you've got to see Jekyll because that series just rocks. Uh, that was no, that, that was just brilliant. Um, but um, yeah, that's their next project, which they're going to be doing. You never know; they may be coming over to do something about that for BBC America, uh, who have uh, got themselves a nice big uh, stand again this year. Cool. We wrap uh, um, up with um, also Silicon Valley and iZombie are, are ending their their runs this this uh, this week too. Um, they'll be back next year, you know, obviously, yeah. obviously. Um, if you didn't catch the mist last week on, um, I think it was on Spike, the Stephen King one. I'm not a big fan of like the jump out at you kind of horror stuff. But it was pretty good. <laughs> so it was, you know, it, it was, you know, it was classic Stephen King. Um, and it's well done and the characters are kind of interesting and, you know, well acted. So I, I would, I would suggest, you know, trying to give the, give that one a shot if you're looking for something. Um, the other show that was getting a lot of buzz last week is something on Netflix called The Glow. And oh, it's, it's, it's glow. It's, you know, it's just called glow. It's glow. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just glow. Um, and it is the glamorous ladies of wrestling, uh, yes. which actually had its, uh, they had, there was a series back in the, uh, 70s, early 80s. And, uh, this is kind of a new take on that story of that uh, rise of, uh, uh, female wrestling, uh, in the very glamorous 80s era, which Netflix seemed to have down uh, with Stranger Things. What I personally think is that the guys behind Stranger Things, the Duffer Brothers, they lent the time machine, which they clearly built to make Stranger Things, because they filmed it in the 80s. Let's be let's be honest about this. They basically gave it to someone else and said, go back and film um, about women in wrestling. Because it's it looks incredible. It looks of the time. It's very, very cool. I've seen the first episode, and it was engaging. It made me cringe enough so that I was embarrassed and had to flip it off once or twice just because it was, you know, just that cringe kind of thing, which is a good thing. Um, you know, that means yeah. that it's actually doing what it should do. And a number of people whose opinions I respect really liked it. Um, they've seen more of the show. So you might want to give that one a um a look-see on Netflix uh, cool. over the course of the time. Um, one other, a couple of other shows, Clever Man, it's, that's, that Australian show is coming back this week, as is Zoo. So, and I will cool. see you next week. Excellent stuff. Yes, it's been a uh, packed one, and we do apologize for keep taking up so much of your uh, Sunday, but uh, we have so much to talk about, especially uh, when it came to uh, Conan, those I, I, I personally am really grateful to both uh, um, uh, Key and to uh, Jason for Courtney. coming on. Yeah, to for coming on because 
I might just do it this year. I mean, last year, I mean, it was the first time I did Nerd HQ, and I had a great time. So I might just do Conan this year and just uh, so like do a year of firsts. Uh, so there we go. Excellent stuff. So where can people find you online, Alyssa? Um, my Twitter handle is at Friends of CCI. You can always find me on the blog and the forum, and that's friendsofcc.com. Excellent stuff. Cool. And where can people uh, for support my... the Hangout? <laughs> oh, well, certainly people can find me first uh, to find out if I'm worth uh, supporting by going to anenglishmaninsandiego.com. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter and on various of the social medias by searching for Englishman SDCC. Um, you can uh, certainly um, subscribe uh, to the my Twitter account if you just want to see me ranting about Comic-Con eBay um, posting. By all means, you can uh, uh, turn on no- uh, notifications uh, any day or night where I'll just rant about uh, eBay sales. Um, so there you go. And, of course, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Englishman STTC. Every penny really does help us out. So please uh, do help support the Hangout with that. Take care. Thank you very much indeed. Hopefully you'll join us next week for another show. We are going to be talking to Ellen, Helen O'Hara from Empire Magazine, the world's biggest movie magazine. Uh, she's going to be talking to us about the films and uh, what we could expect to see on stage, uh, considering that, like I say, we're not going to be getting Joss Whedon. Who will be coming out for the Warner Brothers panel on the Saturday? Who knows? So Helen's going to be joining us to talk that. And then a, a week after, it's schedules, kids. Uh, so uh, get yourself all geared up for that little show so that's going to be fun Uh, do take care, enjoy yourself Uh, don't work too hard and we'll see you in 7 days time uh, for another Talking Comic Con see you soon everyone bye bye, see you next week bye bye